This is Feed, Play, Love, a podcast especially for the parents and carers of small children. I'm your host, Siobhan Hunt. Over the years, I've spoken to some really interesting people about parenting, and this next interview is one from our collection. I hope you enjoy it. When I found out I was pregnant, I quickly scanned the list of things I could and couldn't eat, started taking folate, and I didn't really think beyond that. Aaron Harvey, however, did. And no, he wasn't having a baby. His wife was. But he thought a lot about what his partner would be eating during her pregnancy. His cookbook, A Husband's, a House Husband's Guide, Cooking for Your Pregnant Partner, is the result of all that thought. Hi, Aaron. How are you? Hello, and thanks for having me in again. Speaking of thoughts and feelings, let's mm-hmm. start at the very beginning. How did you feel when you found out your partner was pregnant? Well, I think like... You know, any parent, you're over the moon. It's, it's you know, the most exciting thing, the most challenging thing, the most terrifying thing, <laughs> yes. the biggest mix of emotions that you can have. Um, and I suppose you start, you know, that nine months period is is kind of like, well, I've got to put this new life on trial. What? How am I going? How am I going to change everything to fit this in? So, yeah, a mix of wonderful emotions, but you know, um, pooing myself at the same time. <laughs> I love that. Now, um, dads often relate that they can feel kind of not quite helpless, but maybe not as connected with the pregnancy because they're not feeling it the way the partner is, the the carrying partner mm. is. Um, did getting into the kitchen make you feel more connected in that way? It was the reason that I wrote the book. Um, uh, look, uh, women go through this wonderful metamorphosis during pregnancy. They, they, their body's changing, obviously. They, They've got a, a new life growing inside them. They have an instant connection to their child. Uh, for a man, and I'm, and I'm not saying for a moment, woe is men and how left out we are and anything <laughs> like that. Of course you wouldn't of say that. Of course I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't <laughs> dare. Um, but, you know, we don't go through those changes. We, we are there in a supporting role. And uh, sometimes it's very easy to feel like you're not quite a part of the family all of a sudden. So uh, what can you do to change it? That was the thing that came into my head. And how can I participate in helping my baby grow. And the one thing I thought of was, well, I can cook and I can cook for my partner. So I picked up that ridiculous guide that they give you with all their nose and the whatever. And, you know, my, my partner's face when she was told what she couldn't eat, you know, she was really upset, you know, no rare steak, no eggs. You know, we, we, we appreciate our food in our house. So it was a big deal. So um, I, I went about uh, making sure that I was an active part in my partner's pregnancy. I was an active part in my child's development and I was winning a lot of brownie points oh my Lord. for the future. And hey, as men, we need all the brownie points we can get. Can I just say, you're still winning them as far as I'm concerned. Thank you, madame. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> when I looked at this book, I'm like, this is ridiculously good. Um, the question I have, not being a big cook myself, mm-hmm. you've always cooked, you're on MasterChef. Absolutely. Um, I have never concluded that because you're a good cook, that you're thinking about the nutritional value of everything. I, mm-hmm. I imagine that some cooks love food, love the flavor of food and learn about nutrition as they go. Mm-hmm. This, however, is is kind of a com- combination of both. Was learning about the nutrition for your partner and all the things that you could put into the food, not just leave out, yep. was that um, a new thing for you or was that something that you'd always incorporated in your cooking? Well, if your uh, listeners could see me, they, they'd see that I don't cut quite a, you know, a slim figure, you know. That's um, not true. I disagree. You know, uh, 
I, I just love to eat and, uh, and I'll eat anything and I'm the worst. <laughs> yes, it was a total learning curve, uh, especially because there's, you know, a pregnancy diet, it is restrictive in a lot of things that are really go-to good tasting things. So you have to think about not only am I putting folates in the first trimester, is there, you know, fatty acids, calcium, all these things, uh, you know, how is the iodine levels in, in stuff, all of these things that need to be thought considered uh, that are added to the diet, but obviously... Is it tasting good? Because one of the things that I think is hardest for pregnant women, and aside from having another human being inside you, <laughs> is the simple fact that, you know, you're getting told, no, you know, I can't do this. I can't do this. And, and that's a really difficult thing. And a salad is really interesting, but for nine months straight, it can drive you a bit crazy. So you've got to put interesting stuff in it. I looked at it as a challenge and, and it was one that I quite enjoyed. Uh, and there are definitely an assortment of foods here. You've got your dumplings. There are. I, I just go to that because I love dumplings. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and all sorts of things. I am speaking with Aaron Harvey. He's the author of A House Husband's Guide, Cooking for Your Pregnant Partner. And um, we actually spoke to Aaron first about your latest book, which was also A House Husband's yes, Guide. Yes, that's the second But this book, yeah. was um, our, our Meal, Their Meal. Yes, that's for when you have uh, toddlers and what are you supposed to do at the dinner table? Because they won't eat anything. Exactly. And I fell in love with that book because its I haven't had a recipe that I've cooked from that yet that I haven't enjoyed. Thank you. And so I guess that what you, that's what you were getting to with this book as well, is you wanted your partner to enjoy the food, but you also wanted to enjoy the yeah, food. Yeah. I mean, I, I did the no drinking thing. Um, you didn't with, drink for nine months. Yep. I did the no drinking thing. Um, you. You well, need you know, a halo over all your All for head. one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's the fun of doing it without your partner? I mean, she's my best friend. That's exactly, you know. So I went, you know, if we're going to do it, we'll do it together. If what we're going to eat, we're going to eat together. So I did the same thing and, and I enjoyed it, um, you know. How did she feel about the effort that you put in? Um, I I hope she was impressed. I mean, I, I've think that I put an effort in every I'm single I'm sure you day. heard from you know, your friends though, right? <laughs> I just don't um, write books about the efforts that I do every day. <laughs> and um, something I also noticed, you wrote in the introduction that you, you would find a lot of Asian dishes in this book. Yes. Why is that? Oh, I, I, Asian cuisine contains a lot of vegetables. Um, if, you, if you look at how Westerners eat... Um, it seems a lot of the time the vegetables are an afterthought. Um, you know, uh, there's not necessarily always the freshest, you know, whatever. But you you look at a lot of, you know, Asian dishes and there's a hell of a lot of greens in there. There's a lot of folates and, and they're really quick to cook. They're easy to cook. Um, it's okay to use pre-made sauces in a lot of, you know, you use soy sauce and stuff like that. Whereas you're not going to, you know, pull out a bottle of pre-made pasta sauce and have any kind of, you know. Well, you can, but I don't. So you, know. <laughs> you cook for scratch. Yeah. I think I'm coming over for dinner. Look, finally, um, I love that this book was about supporting your partner throughout pregnancy. And also, we know a lot more now about how foods can support you yeah, during pregnancy. Absolutely. Um, how, how did you, did you continue to cook like this after your daughter was born? Because obviously your wife would have gone through the postpartum phase and depletion, yep. all those sorts of things. Did you find it helped in that phase as well? Well, one of the great things I think about the book is there's a section at the back called hospital food. And it's for <laughs> all the dishes you can have <laughs> once you've passed uh, your pregnancy and the things that you really want to eat. Um, look, the great thing about writing a cookbook is that um, all your recipes are neatly put into one thing and uh, you can access them whenever you want. So I still use them and I think that they're great and I wouldn't have put them in a book be unless I thought that they were fantastic. 
Sometimes I do the non-pregnancy friendly versions of them these days. But yeah, look, they're all easy to cook and, and really tasty. And if you follow the recipes along, there's, there's a lot of cool technique in there as well that you can apply to, you know, other dishes that you're doing and, and, and you know, elevate the flavors of them. Because I have to say, although this is called a house husband's guide, only I have used the other recipe book, ah. and I'm kind of I'm kind of sticking to it because I don't want him to get the secret recipes yeah, that I actually and do well. That's what you should do. <laughs> Aaron, thank you so much for your time. Today. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch. Email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.